Power to the people, we are back to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we're going to rock like crack when it came in. It's me, it's me, it's Podcast P. We got you stuck off the realness. Yeah, yeah, we be the infamous. You heard of us, official. Hmm. Let's go with Manchester. We'll get to, to, to the reason why in just a second. Welcome into another edition of the world-famous Two Stubborn Nigerians podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us on another one of our instinctive travels down the path of rhythm. Thank you for joining us as we once again maraud into the midnight. Thank you for joining us as we once again try and seize control. And we're going to try to show you that we're good kids. We were just unfortunately raised in a little bit of a mad city. We're going to lay down the blueprint for what it means to have an award-winning, worldwide, world-famous podcast. Um, at the same time, man, the weather's getting warm man hell is hot mm. hell is hot it's hot out here you know what i'm saying be be where your factor 50 for real for real um and and as always uh on this audiastic adventure if you slip you fall you can't get up be sure to call us if you get lost as i mentioned i'm one half of your host podcast p i'm joined as ever by my illustrious co-host my co-host test with the most test he goes by many names but over here we like to refer to him as the guy that gave you the look the first name the hook that's why every pod sounds like kex featuring kex yes sir yes sir yes sir we're back man i'm good i'm good uh it's been a long week been a long two weeks in fact but we're back we're here we're podding i'm good man i'm good how are you i'm all right man i'm with you it's been a long long week this week was long um two weeks off but it's good to be i mean it's not good to be back i don't really enjoy like <laughs> podcasting with you for real for real but you know we got a duty to do to the people mm. um and we here man we want to appreciate we, we appreciate y'all for tuning in thank you so much for joining us as ever um if you this is your first time here we are the two star nigerians podcast you can catch us here for weekly episodes where we just talk about music man we review an album every single week and we talk about some of the biggest topics in music at the time we review hip-hop r&b jazz um soul pop rock whatever you like we got it for you we got it for cheap too look at that bro <laughs> look at that man just throwing them in there you have a cheat so you can catch us on all of our socials on twitter we are at two s nigerians on instagram and tiktok we are at two underscore stubborn underscore nigerians you can catch us on our youtube channel two stubborn nigerians and if you do that please do consider subscribing liking a video and ringing a bell to stay notified on all of our content um and we really want you to do that because we are approaching a very, very, very big time for us in our podcast. If you follow us on our socials, you would have seen that we are officially performing um, our first ever live podcast. We're doing a live event at Manchester International Festival, Festival Square, July 7th, Manchester. Um, it's a free show, but we are so excited to be joining um, the International Festival hosted by Factory International. And we're just going to be on there, man. This is our first ever time doing this. We're, we're going to be on there performing our podcast as we do live in the flesh. We will be... Should we let them know what we're going to be doing? Let's keep that a surprise for now. Um, we'll keep we'll keep that a surprise for now. But we're going to be on there having our typical discussion. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be based around music. It's going to be us. So if you're in Manchester, if you can make it around Manchester, July 7th, 3.30 to 4.30, we will be on the Festival Square stage. Really big momentous deal for us. We want to thank all of you um, who have been with us on this journey because you've really helped us get get us to this point. To be honest with you, um, we genuinely wouldn't be here because we wouldn't still be putting without your support. So we thank you. And if you can make it, we would love to see you. If not, no problems. But you know, we're hoping to have a really great. I mean, we know we're going to deliver a really great show, so it'd be great to have a really great crowd. But we're looking forward to that, man. For real. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited because some of these people think that I need editing and post production to do what I do. You do. You know? 
I don't. I don't. You, do. you don't know how much years. editing. You don't know how much editing I do to make you sound fine. <laughs> Not even I'm good. The... Fine. <laughs> don't do that to me. Let's play me like that <laughs> on my own podcast. <laughs> man, people are about to find out that we really do this, man. We really do this, especially on stage. Ooh, it's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a while, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Because I'm a mess. I'm a mess around and start performing Hamilton on that day. <laughs> Some people don't know that this is. <laughs> Fam, there's certain people that are hearing your know, human pool are gonna be on stage again. They're getting excited. Yeah, again, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we got heritage in this. Fam. No, but for real, big thanks to the people over at Manchester International Festival for Demon as Worthy, man. It's an amazing, I mean, if, I don't know if you've looked at the lineup yet, but it's an amazing lineup over 190 performances over the course of like three weeks on that stage alone. So many different acts, artists from all over the world. They got soul artists from manchester they got i'm a piano artist from south africa they got like like they got artists from south america like literally people coming from all over the world and we gonna be there talking on absolute nonsense so you yeah know, for representing <laughs> representing you know what I'm saying? they need a palate cleanser you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, yeah we just we need someone to not talented but just that would be <laughs> there just, okay yeah right. <laughs> They had they had they had talentless quotas that they need to hit. You know, so you got all the people with talent, and then you need uh people who don't have talent. We'll throw them on there. We should be on there talking. Um, but man, yeah. I'm I'm so excited. So again, that's July seventh, three thirty to four thirty, Festival Square. If you don't know, if you want any more details, feel free to get us on any of our socials, or either if you know us individually, get either of us individually. We can let you know that. Um, but yeah, just be there, man. Yeah. Be there or be square. Do you get it? Because Festival Square. Come on, I man. See. Come on, man. Are you putting it now? I'm oh, just, I don't need to production. You didn't, you didn't like that <laughs> fine comment. You didn't like that fine comment. No, because I have to wake up now. I'm going my game. <laughs> oh, man. Like I said, does we've been away for two weeks, so it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Um, Podding. And obviously, like I said, if this is your first time listening to us, we are just a music-based podcast. We talk about the hits. The hits and nothing but the hits. Mm. Sometimes we, I can't even say that's true. It's not true at all. It used to be true. There was a long last time where that was really true. Um, Even when it was true, it wasn't true because we're talking about B-sides all the time. time. (laughs) But there was a long last time where we just kept into music. And recently, we've been fluctuating. Um, (laughs) But um, in keeping with the music and in keeping with our love of music, man, what have you been listening to over these past few weeks? What have I been listening to? That's a great question, man. Um, I have been going back and just listening to, well, a lot of good albums that have dropped recently. Um, Q dropped, which I was my recommend recommendation for last week. But man, that project gets better and better every listen. Um, I'm still living with the estate tour, estate tour, estate sale, estate sale, estate sale. Um. Man, man, I just I I'm yet to find a fault in those extra songs that were added on that extra twenty minutes. Pure gold, pure gold. Um, and then outside of like just going and listening to some of the newer projects that come out. Oh my god, let me not even miss it. Paul Paper drop, and Paul Paper might have dropped one of the best sound albums I've heard in a while. Um, especially out of the UK is oh my goodness gracious, my uh, goodness sorry. gracious. I saw a tweet because obviously Power Paper dropped the week, um, obviously last week Friday, so the week after Nine dropped, and I saw a tweet that said, um, or a week or two after Nine dropped even, 
I saw a tweet that said, Pop Paper's album makes nines look like a GCSE project. <laughs> That's... Damn. Ah, it's not... Ah, I don't agree. It's not I nice. I see the inspiration for it, you know. Yeah. There's a, um, nah, a famous Philadelphia rapper once said, there's levels to this. <laughs> yeah. That's that's all. That's all I can say. Like, but it's crazy because my friend was hyping it up to me. So like that the album came out, I knew it came out. Um, you said the next day that we should review it as possibly a bonus episode in itself. I was like, oh okay, potentially. But then I found out that I wasn't even gonna be able to do the next day. So I was like, ah, okay, I'll listen to it when I have a chance. And then my friend kept on hyping it up to me, like Every time we spoke about it, he was like, oh, this might be the best album out of the UK. I was like, mm, mm, slow your roll. Like, I know Paul Paper's good. I've listened to him there. I've listened to some of his older projects as well. And I, yeah, he's good. But I can't imagine him dropping one of the best albums come out of the UK when there's massive albums that have come out of the UK. And then I heard it. I, I listened through and I said, oh, oh. I don't know if it's the best album to come out of the UK, but I see the inspiration. I see. I have, hey, bro, I ain't have many songs better than Money or Victims, Kayla's Story. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I ain't have many tracks better than Track Flow Kane. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, there's so many songs on there that are highlights, and it's, it's almost a shame that we're not reviewing it. Um, But, man, man, yeah, it's one of those... I see where people are coming from when they're hyping up this album the way they're hyping it up. It is special. It's special. I know, I realize, I know when an album is like truly, truly elite, when I'm willing to listen to it on my journey home from work, even though I don't know the words to the song. Like, if I don't know words to any of the songs, I'm still like, hey, I'm locked in for the next 58 minutes. Show me what you got. Yeah. That to me tells me that yeah, that's a, I already know why I have that album in my head. Um, it's special, man. It's special. Now I've been listening to a lot of throwbacks as well, a lot of just random throwbacks here and there. Um, ASAP Rocky was playing in my car this week, maybe because of the conversation we had last week, maybe because Wolf Talk came on. I was like, man, he's rapping, rapping. Let me go and listen to some of his old times where he was rapping, rapping as well. If I can just interject there. I just mm-hmm. need to put this out on front street. Um, mm-hmm. I've already tweeted this, but I need to put it out here now mm-hmm. so that there's a vocal um, track of this. Mm-hmm. So whomever, whomever mm-hmm. um, births my first child, if they should, that should so happen, <laughs> I'm naming that male, female, whatever, Ghostface mm-hmm. Killer. Mm-hmm. Because if Rakim can name his... Rihanna's child! Let me, let me not say his child. If Rakim can name Rihanna's child Riza, crazy. Me, I'm naming my own child Ghost Killer. Like, what type of nonsense? <laughs> Baby like, Rizzo. Like yeah. me, I'm naming my child Ghostface Killer. Fam, don't talk to. I'm naming my child. Why I want to name them? And like, you the same, should not say a word. The same Ghostface that says shake that body, party. No, <laughs> I'm naming my child Ghostface Killer. Fam, and if you have be... any arguments, listen to Supreme Bly and Tell, and tell me if you still have argument. I'll fight you. Fam, they're gonna be so upset when I call my child old dirty bastard. Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Man said baby Rizzo. And when he's I smiling like child... he knows his name is Rizzo. Right, that's what I'm saying. When I call my second child KRS one <laughs> or KRS two, because it's number two. No, I don't want to hit Pim. I don't want to hit a single 
Pim. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interject that, but I just had to get that. It was an important interjection, man. It was an important one because I would have forgotten myself. I was like, <laughs> oh my days. Now, nah, but what have you been listening to this last couple weeks now? Jones have really get because I can give you the cliff notes. So Jones have really, really get into it. Listen, man, it's time to get into it. Get into it. All right. Well, first of all, I know you didn't do this intentionally, but you definitely paid a disservice to to Soul Present by Q. Um, mm. That album is phenomenal. Like it's one of the better, best. better than I anticipated, and I anticipated it to be fantastic. So mm-hmm. for you to supersede those expectations and to continue to get better every single time. Wow, mm-hmm. especially with like the diversity in songs and sounds, because so does not sound like Stereo Driver, Incapable Heart, or Today, and then Today doesn't sound like Presence, and then next to each other to close out the mm-hmm. album. If you haven't listened to that, it was already recommended on our last podcast. I highly recommend you go and listen to that album. Q did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. On Quick question. Yes, sir. What's your favorite song from that album? Or product, maybe today or incapable heart. I think they've got mm. run off, they, they bounce off each other. How about yourself? It would have been today. Today was the song that actually put me onto Q as an Q. artist, yeah, and then made me even say, you know what, when this project comes out, I'm listening regardless, yeah. Um, and it was my favorite song when I first listened to it. But as time has gone on, presence is becoming presence is special. Woof, woof! Oh my god, it's one of those songs where, yeah, it it draws out, it draws out yeah. me. Like I'm gonna try. Yeah, yeah. Bam. The, I was straining my voice for a week trying to hit all the notes on this album. I Could didn't not speak. <laughs> cannot speak highly enough of that project, to be honest with you. Um, tapped into an, an artist I found this week called John Vinyl, really good R and B artist. Um, from I don't know where the niggas from. I don't know why I tried to do that. But John <laughs> Vinyl. <laughs> you just try and Google it. <laughs> no, because Spotify usually tells me, but it, it doesn't say. Oh, he's from Toronto. He's from Toronto. Come on. Look at my he's guy. Uh, but yeah, John Vinyl, really good R&B artist, really good music. If anyone wants to go out and pick a song, I say Chrome Hearts um, by John Vinyl. Really good song. Um and then I went, and there's a load of different projects. I have a playlist. I have a need to listen to playlists where, like, I just find a lot of different albums or songs or artists. So I just throw it onto a playlist and I listen to it. And it was getting really big. Um, and I was like, I need to, like, decompress this. So I went and listened through loads of them. Um, there's an album which I really recommend, Y5 by Yuna. Really good, like, soulful, low-key R&B vibes came out last year. Um, very good projects, very good talented artists. I'd highly recommend that. Um, listen to Tovlo. Tovlo dropped an album last year. Dirt Femme, unbelievable. Like really good. Like it, 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 it's really good in that it has a lot of like sort of eighties disco nostalgia vibes to it. And mm. really like that. If you, if you, I know for a fact. Even I don't know if you've ever listened to like a Tovlo album or a Tovlo song before. But there's songs that she's featured on that I know you've listened to. Um, okay. And she's just a, a phenomenal artist in the general. So I'd highly recommend. Um, a hip-hop group called Paris, Texas. Um, they have a project from 2021 called Boy Anonymous. I found this as Ira Shard posted one of their songs on his story, maybe like maybe like two months ago, literally. Mm-hmm. And I just liked it. And I said, I'll go listen to this project. And I finally listened to it. And it is a really good 
project. They're loading up for another one because they just dropped a couple of singles. So I'll look out for that. And when it drops this year, then I'll definitely recommend it. But Boy Anonymous by Paris, Texas, a rap group, like, yeah, I really fuck with that. Like, you know how Brockhampton said best boy band since One Direction? Mm-hmm. Best boy band since Brockhampton. Man, wow. High praise. I mean, there ain't really been many. There's none. Um, there I can't think of any other ones. One Direction ain't even hitting on all yes. <laughs> Max, so even God has a sense of humor. Brilliant. I've been waiting to listen to this project. It came out in February. I've been waiting to listen to this project for a long, long time. I mean, since February. Mm-hmm. Really good. What's really good album. Delay? Huh? What's been the delay? Just just different nonsense. It's just one of them because mm-hmm. it's it's just one of them where I'm like, I need to start this and then something else will come up and I'll listen to that. So I hadn't listened to it and then I finally listened to it this past two weeks. Really good, really enjoyable project. Pink Saifu's on there if you're a fan of Pink Saifu, which if you're not, you definitely should be. Really good project. And I love the title. Even God has a sense of humor and poking fun at different things in life and, and how, you know, looking down from it if you're a God, like allowing these things to happen is you must just be playing with niggas. It was, it was a really good concept that I really enjoyed. Um, obviously, Conway drops. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. You listen to it. You said you listened to a bit of it, right? Yeah, I listened to the majority of it, not all the way through, though. Good rapping. Wasn't the biggest fan of the concept. Really? Yeah, it felt like the antithesis to um, God Don't Make Mistakes. So mm-hmm. God Don't Make Mistakes was a struggle story of like from the beginning and how I got to this position. Like, mm. won't he do it? This present album is like the back end of the celebration of shit. Mm. You know, there's a lot of talking about, you know, I was talking to Hove about my festival. He's like, yeah, but do you own it? Like all that type of stuff. And it was cool, but it's not really what I was wanting to hear from Conway. Um, mm. at this time, especially coming off God Don't Make Mistakes, which like I had as my second best album of 2020, second best rap album of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was difficult. The features I will say were amazing though. Um, Fair. All of the features on there were really good, but I wasn't Fair. the biggest fan of the project. Um, see, I think it was because I listened, well, as I said, I listened to the majority of it. It was one of his better sounding albums, in fact, it might be his best sounding album. It reminded me of how I felt the first time I turned on 10. And was like, man, like I was enjoying Westside Gun before he was able to sound this good. And then 10 just blew me out of the water. That's how I felt about this one. Saying that it's been a busy music couple of weeks. I haven't actually been able to digest it in the manner that I would like to, but I will speaking say kind of, of it. Hmm? Speaking of 10, when was the last time you listened to 10? This last week. This last you week. You listened to 10 this last week. Yeah. On my car journey to work, I was like, mm, let me turn on 10. Full album. Mm-hmm. Science class um, with Buster and that man. Spotify, the sample's gone. Oh. Oh. The sample's completely gone. So the song is still there, but the sample of We Used to Be Good Friends a Long Time Ago, gone. That, that's crazy. I need to listen to it again because I might have just missed that. I mean, you I might have, you do, you, you do be sleep a lot. I don't know if it happened on Apple Music. I know it's happened <laughs> Bro, on Spotify. When I'm driving to work, I'll be sleeping. Like, I'm, my eyes are half shut. So, yeah. so <laughs> I know you be sleep a lot. Um, <laughs> couple more I'll go through. Billy Woods and Kenny Cigar have a tape called Maps. Um, really good. Just scaring the hose away hip hop. So, if you're a fan of that type <laughs> of thing, I go check that out. One of the better ones. Um, an artist I found this week called Kirby has a project called Swarm. It came out uh, March this year. Um, it's just a little six-song EP. Really good vibes, like very alternative, but like 
soul and R&B alternative. Um, to sum it up, there's a Childish Gambino feature on there, so you can already tell the vibes. Um, but really, really, really dope project. Che Lingo, someone who I came across this week as well. Um, British rapper has a project called Coming Up For Air. Didn't realize Che Lingo is someone who has, um, I was just checking his profile actually before we started recording. He has a lot of projects. He has a lot of songs that have been featured on like FIFA and 2K. And one of his, mm. I think he's like, he says in his biography that like his songs have been featured on Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen as well. Um, oh, I listened right. to this project. Just had a, just dropped a project in April. Um, 10 songs, 30 minutes, coming up for air. Really good. Like genuinely, genuinely really good. If you need a sell, he has a song on there with um, Koji Radical. And as I've mm. heard you say before, calling Koji Radical is never a bad idea. So mm. you know, might be one for you to check out. But um, Che Lingo, very, very good project. Um, and then obviously Summer dropped yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday is where I record mm. Summer Walker dropped. You listen to that? I haven't, but I'm really excited to. I'll save my thoughts until you listen to it and we can chat about mm. it. Um, and then there's one more, but I'm saving that for my recommendation later. But yeah, I listened to a grip. That's just the new shit. And then on top of the mm-hmm. old shit, like I did my whole that this was the week where I really started like my Jay-Z run of the year. Mm. Um really started my Jay-Z run of the year. I listened to the Black Album, I listened mm. to American Gangster, I listened to Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and I listened to volume one all in the space of like three days. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, it's begun. <laughs> it's begun. It's Jay-Z season has started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a Jay-Z season. <laughs> yeah, like, season it is a season. It's, no, it's the season. I haven't listened to it this year. It's been all Vince Staples. So the yeah. Vince Staples season is finished. And now, for whatever reason, we're in We're in the Jay-Z season. I was just like, let me just listen to Hope non-stop. Don't just non-stop. That's what I was doing for the week. It was crazy. Um, listen to some Larry June. I saw niggas mm. trying to chat shit on Larry June on the TL. I was like, you know what? Let me just listen to my Larry June. Let me enjoy. Mm. Let me talk. Let me have a nigga tell me about drinking some herbal tea and orange juice. (laughs) Suck it to me. Like, that's what I'm saying. Larry June is amazing. Um, Did you see? Larry June is amazing, by the way. Let me not scoot over that. Larry June is flipping fantastic. One of the greatest. One of the. Is one of the artists that I've discovered that I'm just so happy I discovered. Like, there's no downside to me realizing who he is and going out of my way to listen to his music. He is so good. Um, that being said, that being said, I'll be remiss if I didn't come here and just mention the fact that Rory is still Rory. Oh my goodness, what a song! <laughs> Bam. Rory said, Hey, I well, you niggas thought I was done. Hey, I know. Was, and James Fontelroy, come over here right now. <laughs> he said, "My song? phone can die. Oh. die. Why does he keep on doing this, Paul? For every every time I think he's done, he said, <laughs> nah, here's another one. He got two more for y'all. Because Raheem, like, mm-hmm. there was a tweet earlier in the week where it was like, what's a part? What's a like partnership that hasn't happened yet? Or shit. And like, yeah. people kept tweeting like Ari Lennox and Sir. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's true." Those two would make a really good song together. Fantastic song together. Needless to say, Rory was just like, y'all niggas don't know what I got for your <laughs> Bro, bro. that's Because uh... as much as Ari Lennox and Sir would make a fantastic song together, Ari Lennox and James Fontenoy? Fam, what they just did together just now, just now, Paul, is push back any type of set. No R&B nigga wants to sit next to Ari Lennox anymore for at least a couple years. Like, Even let that Ari one... Lennox. 
Speaking mm. of artists, did you see Cole's surprise on stage in London? I didn't. I did not see that. That's so crazy. Ari, Ari was performing at her show in London. She was doing like one of her three shows, and like Cole came out. Like she was performing "Shape by a Baby," and Cole mm. just came out. That's crazy. That's guy. Oh my god! Can you imagine being in that crowd? No. Can you imagine being Ari? Ugh. I would love to be Ari Lennox. <laughs> imagine how <laughs> her life must be so sweet. It's crazy. Few more to finish us off here, man. Um, no worries. They're coming with their next upcoming tape. If you don't know who No Worries is, that's Anderson Pack and Knowledge. They just dropped a little two pack um, previewing that this weekend. Two mm. really good songs. One of which features her, and featuring her on your song will never, ever be a bad idea. Um, right. Jay Worthy and Rock Marciano are preparing to drop their collaboration album. I did not know they had a collaboration album coming. Saw this single from Jay Worthy. I thought, oh, we got a Jay Worthy single. It features Rock Marciano, Cocaine, and Absol. Fantastic rap. And now I find out there's a collaboration project that's coming. I said, Jesus is Lord. It really is a scaring the hose away summer. Um, and then on top of that, I've been diving into um, a reggaeton bag of the past few weeks. And I think mm-hmm. then I'm going to switch, um, I think, to look at some more South African music and my international music journey this year. So, yeah, man. A lot of shit, a lot of music. Mm, mm, a lot of music. Huh? Yeah, you had a busy couple of weeks, man. I don't know how you fit all that in, bro. Just non stop, just non stop, bro. <laughs> it's because I can't be alone with my thoughts for real, for real. Mm, mm. That's a conversation Fam. for a different type of session. <laughs> Fam, people used to, <laughs> people used to look at me crazy when I told them, yeah, I walk home with my headphones in <laughs> full volume. Yeah. Because you want me to be thinking to myself about life? Thinking to myself about life? <laughs> you want me to jump? <laughs> bro, if I spend any more time thinking about the cost of living crisis, no. Bro. <laughs> let, let, me listen to, let me listen to James Blake retrograde and pretend I'm not in this world. <laughs> oh, man. What else has been happening in music lately? Beyonce started touring. She did. Congratulations um, and enjoy yourself to everyone who has seen her so far. Um, mm. Those who are seeing her as we're recording this or preparing to and those who will see her in the coming days and weeks. Um, I'll just say a quick word of warning and I'll let you get, get your shit off about this if you have anything to say. So there's men who are going there, the heterosexual men specifically, they're going there with their significant other or even if you're single and you're going. You're not in love with her. Cuff it is just one of them. I'm telling mm-hmm. you now. That girl mm-hmm. that you've made eye contact with, you're not in love with her, bro. Mm-hmm. Cuff it is just one of them. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been there. Not mm-hmm. in terms of Beyonce, but I was there mm-hmm. with Snow Allegra. Sure. Mm-hmm. And she, there was some songs she played, and I yeah. caught eye contact with one woman. And I yeah. said, you're married. You're not in love with her. Don't worry. Don't, it will pass. Trust me. Trust Listen, me. Cuff take it is a just deep one of breath. Them. Just take, take a, a deep, deep breath. breath and have a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> Remember where you are and come back. Because <laughs> the right song in the right concert. <laughs> Don't ruin your life because you went to a concert once. It's not it. worth it. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't but, kill me. Fam, you don't understand yet. This past week, I had to go to Leeds. And mm-hmm. as I was coming back from Leeds, like, it certain certain I took me weird way so it brought me into my apartment but from like a completely different basically a different street that i come down mm-hmm. and the street that it brought me down is like the hotel because obviously i live by manchester arena so it's a cheap hotel by manchester arena that if you're going to the arena a lot of people will stay at and so i'm driving down i'm just seeing baddies non-stop 
like mm. literally all the way down the street. But like, I'm talking like people in the cars pulling up into the baddies, like baddie. I'm like, yo, what is who is performing mm. at the arena tonight that I now need to potentially buy a ticket <laughs> to be in the dunya for? Mm-hmm. Um, so I checked my phone. Don't don't text and drive. I checked my phone <laughs> to, see, to see who it is. <laughs> That's crazy after I just started speeding away. <laughs> so I was at red. I was at red. I was at red. I was at red. Anyway, so I checked my phone. I was like, who's performing? Post Malone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fam. Mm-hmm. I rolled out my windows. windows. No, I rolled down my windows. I started playing. I fall apart right there. And I wanted to see if they would come flock it. It didn't work. It didn't work. But... Yo, Fanny's running to a car because <laughs> I fall apart is playing. It's the craziest concept in the world. You see those old Lynx adverts <laughs> where the girls used to lose their mouth. That's, what, that's, what, that's the play. I thought that was the play. Obviously, it didn't work out that way. But in my head, I thought, yeah, this will do it. <laughs> but I thought maybe I should have played Rockstar and, and you know. <laughs> Rockstar might have had better effects. But... Rockstar might have had better effects, but I fall apart. <laughs> I fall yeah. apart. People are like, man, that guy's going through it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All of that to say, if you're at the Beyonce concert, when Cuff It comes on, you're not in love with her. She's just beautiful. And the mm. song is just one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big facts. That, that's it. Fam. I must have seen um, someone post. I think, I don't know. I'm not sure if she started in the UK or... Because she started in Sweden. She started in Sweden. Makes sense. Because there was someone who had a very, very British accent um, who went and was talking about it afterwards. And as a fan, as well, as a fan, as I'm assuming she is, she said, yo, she loved it. One of the best experiences of her life. Um but she was talking about how a lot of people around her seemed to like be disappointed because she wasn't performing her old songs and she saw someone say she didn't even perform single ladies, which prompted her to then make that video trying to explain that, yo, she doesn't owe you guys single ladies. It's a Renaissance tour. And I just really want to double down on that point for anyone who is going to this concert. Bear in mind how hard it was to get tickets to go to this concert. But if you're going to this concert expecting Beyonce to do essentially what she did at Homecoming, which is all her greatest hits, then look to move on from that ticket to an actual fan who's going there for Renaissance because she's doing the Renaissance tour. It's the Renaissance tour, not Beyonce greatest hits tour. I need to double down on that fact before we start getting stupid people on the internet saying Beyonce is overrated because blah, blah, blah. Cool. You got that? We good? We good? Everyone? Cool. Beyonce is like, and there's a load of artists who are like this as well. Alicia Keys was like this too. Like, um, they are, they're, they're big market, I'll say for you, they're big market basketball teams or Premier, or top six Premier League football teams. And what I mean by that is when you go to like a top six Premier League club game at home, so like I'm a Chelsea fan. If you go to Stamford Bridge, for example, you go to Old Trafford to watch Manchester United, go to not so much the Emirates, um, but like you go to the top six Premier League teams, right? You'll mm. have more people in there who are spectators than fans. Mm. And what I mean by that is you'll have a lot of like tourists who are coming in who are fans of football who are like, I need to go watch an Arsenal game while I'm in London, for example. Mm. So, like, you, for example, you're not a Lakers fan, but mm. if you go to LA, I'm sure you'll check out to see 
Oh, let me go see if I can go to Staples to watch a, a Laker game, right? Spectate. Spectator. <laughs> Spectator. Not a fan. Yeah. And Beyonce as an artist is in that stratosphere as well, where there'll be people, there'll be people at those shows now who never who didn't listen to Renaissance. Mm. But they believe, which I think so as well, this is probably her last world tour. Like, genuinely mm. believe this is probably her last world tour. And you're fans of her from 15, 20 years. And so it's like, I'm going to this show to finally see Beyonce live for the first time. Mm-hmm. And you're not a fan in the way that someone who has been banging Renaissance since the day it came out is a fan. Mm-hmm. And so there is that discrepancy and there always will be in shows like that. Like, it was like that for Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. It was like that for, like, when I went to Alicia Keys, like, I'm, I'm a fan, like, I think you and I, I don't know if you and I are, I don't, we haven't really spoken about Alicia Keys in, during this run of this podcast for real, but mm. I'm I'm pretty much a fan of like almost all of Alicia Keys' albums, mm-hmm. even up to modern day. There's a few that I'm, I'm not too tough on, but even up to modern day, like her recent ones, I am a fan of. So when I went to that show last year and she was playing stuff off keys from last year, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm a fan of this. I like this. The group of three women next to me didn't get up unless it was the old hits. Do you see mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just the discrepancy. That, that's mm. just how it is in these settings where you've got these superstar artists who are like, I'm performing my current album because that's what I'm touring, but I'm, I know that I'm a legacy artist and there's some fans in that building who will only go there for that old shit. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's mm. that is just natural. But yeah, to, to double down on what you said, bro, she marketed and branded this as the Renaissance Tour. If you want the greatest hits tour, Homecoming is still on YouTube and on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was Netflix at home. I don't know why you decided <laughs> to, to go to Edinburgh to go watch Alien Superstar if you weren't a fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> also, not being a fan of Alien Superstar is crazy. But, it's crazy. like, it's crazy. Alien Superstar is one of them. But for you to be, oh, man, I love single ladies. Let me go and watch Church Girl. That that was your, <laughs> yeah. that, that's your own own goal. You've you made mistakes on your side. You made mistakes, so you need to hold yourself accountable for that. Like, no, that's not Beyonce's fault. It's yeah. not Beyonce's fault. It's not Beyonce's fault in the slightest. At all. So, and these about £130? God. In Ticketmaster? God. You really have to look at yourself in the mirror and realise that you're you're the problem. Some of you are going to Tottenham and you're not even fans of the music. Do you know how crazy, crazy. That is? Tottenham. Crazy. Seven Sisters. <laughs> no disrespect to North. No disrespect yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't need those, I don't need problems. Bruh, some of you go to Seven Sisters. Yeah. Seven Sisters is not like it sounds nice. It's, anyway. It sounds wonderful, but it sounds wonderful, isn't it? But hey, listen, man, just stay home. It's not my, it's not my force. YouTube's there. Do you know how many times I've watched Tyler's Lollapalooza on YouTube? Like, I don't need to, I don't need to go nowhere. Oh man, man. Uh, question of the week? Yeah, that's a question of the week. Let's get into it. Um, so, as we do here on this podcast, we like to go over Twitter, see what people are talking about, and add our two cents to some threads that pop up every now and then that seem to be music-based. This week, I came across a tweet. The tweet said, What colours <laughs> performances lives in your head rent-free? Um, I sent this tweet over to Paul. I said, yo, let's do this question of the week. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to your answers. 
what colour performances do you just think about every now and then? Well, first of all, I have to, you know, just preface it because as a, you know, as the person I am, nothing lives in my head run through. You got to pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. pay for that space. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For, for, um, how many you want? Let's do, let's do two. And then if we have a third one, we can add a third one. Okay. Let's do two. First one is Freddie Gibbs. Mm. Freddie Gibbs, when he went in there following Bandana and he performed um, Crime Pace. Mm. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Freddie, the song itself is fantastic. Freddie, he was in there. He had a tracksuit on, but no shirt. So he just zipped it down and he had his chain hanging and he's just rapping. Brilliant. Like his flow, his delivery, the breath control, all sensational. Um, Freddie, just as a rapper in itself, and then that performance live was all for his colors was just stellar in itself, as it typically is with Fred. Um, and then you said two, yeah, let's do two. Leanne La Harvest, mm. Mm. Leanne La Harvest from OG members of the po- OG fans of the podcast. You remember going all the way back to when we started in when did we start 2022, 2020? We started in 2020, right. We started, yeah, 2020. Yeah, 2020. Mm-hmm. You remember me telling Raheem all the time, you you need to listen to Leanne Harvest. I can update you and tell you he still hasn't listened to Leanne Harvest, <laughs> and that's okay. Leanne Harvest has an unbelievable colors performance where she performs um, Summer Rain. Is that what it's called? I can't remember what the song's called, which is very bad of me. But um, it's unbelievable. Her vocals, are, I mean, her vocals on the album, the top tier, and then live, it just literally blows your mind. It's almost better than the album version. Um, mm. But yeah, she is just phenomenal and it, again like one of those one of the things that those colors performances do is it really highlights like the skill in music so like mm-hmm. when you're a rapper it really highlights like breath control is so key like mm-hmm. you don't realize how key breath control is like until you watch these guys perform semi acapella in that space mm-hmm. like watching jid perform never dare shit never had shit never bitch yeah. shit da, 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 da. You watch the breath control and the ease of which he's able to do that and get that out. And then mm. for singers, again, breath control, but then like the range. Mm. The yep. range. Yep. Yep. The vocal ability. It's, the vocal abilities mm. is, is, is special. And obviously, honorary mention to Gunner. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can get through this without mentioning Gunner. Um, I think Gunner made Colors famous for real. Like I think yeah. I think they owe him check. I think they owe him royalties. Let me not lie to you. Because that <laughs> I took the top off. Man. I drove like hot sauce. Man. Yeah, that song was not good until it came out. Colors. <laughs> I didn't like, give a damn about that song. I didn't give a song about that song at all. And then I heard that colors. I was like, yo, this did this does not sound like this on the project. <laughs> nah, I think that's why colors is so dope for that. Cause it's in a world where tiny desk is what tiny desk is. I was going to follow up and say, let's do this for Tiny Desk as well. Yeah, we should. We 100% should. Um, but especially with like what Tiny Desk is, where Tiny Desk is more so, is also the performance, but there's a lot going on in terms of, man, I can appreciate, I didn't even appreciate how good the guitar on this song was until I'm seeing someone play the guitar live behind you. I didn't really deep the backup vocals until I'm seeing the backup vocalist behind you. And like, I'm really appreciating the arrangement of the song now whereas colors is so stripped back like just this person colorful background microphone hanging and it's like oh okay i'm appreciating what you bring to the song more than anything else right now it's crazy it's crazy it's very enjoyable 
Um, the two that I had, um, I have Unknown T, Goodums. I could not not mention it. Just Unknown T in that long black trench with the gloves, just going crazy with the kit pianist in the back. Yeah, crazy, crazy. That was a moment. That was a moment in British culture, period. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Man, <laughs> that's one of those. That's one of those clips that when it comes on my TL, I'm watching it. I have to watch it. It's one of them where, like, I always say, like, there's shit music-wise and social media-wise that needs to be hung in a museum. Mm-hmm. That is one of them. Like, that belongs in whatever British music museum is the same one as Kanye and Skepta's all-day yeah. performance of the Brits. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Big also, bad. one thing that came up in these past two weeks. Sorry to cut you off. But do you mm-hmm. remember all the way back? I'm talking 09 now. Because I remember the tweet was like, it was like, um, it was literally like, um, what was the moment you were proud to be British? Mm-hmm. And someone posted when Florence and Machine and Dizzy Rascal paired up at the Brit Awards. For you got the <laughs> that was a life. crazy moment. That oh my God, bro. Moment. I've been listening to that jab for the <laughs> yeah. past week. What about <laughs> That was a crazy moment. And the stage was really golden star. Oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> and they mashed it too. Yo. Oh, no, 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 no. Two of the biggest songs in the country at the time. Crazy. Crazy. Different. <laughs> Different. I was like, yes. But yeah, Bam. it belongs to the same British music hall of fame as that. Like, yep. But I'm talking of Florence and Machine. How gassed were you in Guardians oh, of the Galaxy goodness, when I they played it? Oh my goodness. I was, uh, that song never sounded the same. Fam, yo, bro, <laughs> yo, the way I sing that song, you'll think I'm a completely <laughs> different a dog days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, the second one I had, um, I, I'm going with Georgia Smith and any Peng Black Girls. Mm. That was my personal introduction to who any is as an artist, and man. Man, that was a moment. It was just a moment. Even though social media tried to make it a messy moment, but I could appreciate what the actual goal was at the time. And it made me appreciate who Annie was as an artist. Because, again, I didn't know who she was. That was my introduction to her. And, man, it was special. It was a special moment. You got that one over Georgia's um, Blue Lights one? Personal one, yeah. Even though her Blue Lights one is unbelievable. But her Blue Lights one, to me, it was just like... Wow, this is really good. This is a really good performance, but it wasn't necessarily a moment where I'm like, wow, yeah, remember when that dropped? That was, it was almost like social media stood still for a bit and just focused on that. Mm. I think Mm. one thing that Colors has a really special talent to do more than Tiny Desk for me, um, because Tiny Desk, I feel like I have to be a fan of you to watch it. Colors, if it just pops up on my TL and I don't know who you are, but I see the Colors logo and I see the Colors background, I'll listen to it. Yeah, and you can make me a fan. Like there are people who I listen to now. The first time I heard them was they had a color Oxlade. Mm. Maybe not the first time I heard them, but yeah. definitely like when I saw that closer. I mean, I don't know how we didn't say that, but I, when I saw that closer <laughs> colors show last mm. year, I was like, oh shit, I'm here. You know what I'm that's how that's how I listened to that's how I listened to Kamal that we were just talking about yep. weeks ago. Um, Alo, someone who I picked up on, Asa, someone who I picked up on, all from Colors. Um, so, like, Colors is really, they're really good at putting people on because of their track record of just great performances with the big artists. So, mm. if you're someone who's not necessarily quote unquote big artist, I see you have a Colors. I'm listening regardless. Because it's just, it's aesthetically pleasing anyway, it's like beautiful. in itself. It's such a beautiful set. I'd love to, like, I'd not even, obviously, not perform because where am I going to perform? But I'd love to actually see it. I can perform the intro. 
No, 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 no. My power said people were back to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we got to roll out. I can mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. But we should go back to... You go that's back what, to the fact, no, no. That's, that's what we're going to do at the live show. We're going to get the background. That's what, July 7th, Colors yeah. Live, Manchester International Festival. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to stand there, do my intro. I'm going to do it just like Gunner. For real, for real. Um, really, if we're being serious, what we have to do is bring back the support black business section. That's for real. And just come and start singing. Singing. <laughs> yeah. Subi. <laughs> See me up with everybody that's black in my soul. So, like, for real, for real. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you want to do Tiny Desk? I mean, I realized that we did that a few months ago when Usher came and did his Tiny Desk. We actually talked about that as well. Like, as soon we as did. I said it, I realized we did. But one thing I just wanted to, but I saw, I did see a lot of people talking about tiny desks at the same time over the past few weeks. And like, that's what I was talking about. That's why I had to listen to Larry June because some niggas like, y'all niggas really listen to this shit. I'm like, absolutely. Have you seen Larry June's tiny desk with the live band? Mm -hmm. Piss off. Mm. Piss off. They don't make tiny desks like that. And that was Mm. when they were doing tiny desks at home. That wasn't even a real thing. Mm. Now, speaking of which, listen, this is going to be controversial because people only remember one moment from this tiny desk. But Rick Ross's tiny desk was amazing. And people only remember yeah. that Elijah Blake didn't have his inners in and he was off key for Tears mm-hmm. of Joy, which was mm-hmm. really, really, really sad. And mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Elijah Blake. If you don't know who Elijah Blake is, I don't even know if his name is Elijah Blake. It is Elijah Blake. If you don't know who Elijah Blake is, Rick Ross presidential. That's who Elijah Blake is. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of Elijah Blake. Now, scratch that one moment. Mm-hmm. That tiny desk was crazy. Mm. It was crazy. It was Ross at his supremely talented best in yeah. his element. The music going. Now, Tears, if Tears of Joy had been better, we'd be talking about all-timer. But mm-hmm. it was Ross, man. Mm. It was Ross. That's fair. That's fair. That was a great performance. That Tiny Desk was... It's underrated, but it's also... I see why it's underrated. Like, it's very clear yeah. why. Um, I'll say if I was going to mention a Tiny Desk that I hadn't mentioned before... It would be West Side Boogie's Tiny Desk gave me a whole new appreciation, whole new lifespan for that album. Um, I remember I got, I think we got to the end of last year, and I was talking about adding in um, West Side Boogie's album, and there was some pushback, there was some pushback. Um, but the main reason that I was even in the mindset of adding it back in was because he did that Tiny Desk, and just seeing nonchalant performed. Oh. My goodness gracious, that was that was a moment for me. That was like something that I didn't fully appreciate because it was only one of my favorite songs off that album. But even with it being one of my favorite songs, I didn't appreciate how good a song that was mm-hmm. until that tiny desk. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I feel you. I think um, JID's for the Forever Story is special. Yeah, and it perform Cody Blue Thirty One. It's special. I always go back to Sampers. Just him and the keys, unbelievable. Mm. Um, always go back to Sampha's Max for yep. 2009. It was just mm. crazy. Like, it's tough to watch that one because I'm just like, man, sad, man. Mm. Maybe like a month after he passes away, it's it's just crazy. tragic. Um, Snows was an oh, elite. I, I'm gonna tell you this one, sir. My Do god, I watch you to be my can, can I come see, see you now? now? Yes, yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you don't start to listen to our podcast for real. Fair. <laughs> she said, Oh, I love these guys. She's talking about me. It's me. I'm these guys. 
Um, <laughs> Snows is phenomenal. Um, fuck it. Who was I just thinking of? Anderson packs and oh, well, the three yeah. nationals. Yeah. I say every single time. The ability to drum and sing at the same time, as brilliantly as he does those two separate things, mm-hmm. is un- out of this world. And I know those two don't talk anymore, but I would love it if him and Bruno did um, <laughs> uh, a, a tiny desk for Soul Sonic. But I know that I know that Bruno deleted his number. <laughs> I know that happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I think it's interesting to me because I think um, on some level. Anderson Pack is trying to just like do collab albums with a bunch of different people. I have a feeling because I wouldn't be shocked if we saw an Anderson Pack and Corday album with the way that those two love working together and the level and quality of the music that they make together, even though there's only been two singles, but those two singles are insane. I don't like that. Um, to be honest, I don't like that collaboration on an album, I like that collaboration on songs. They can continue to do that. Have you watched Absol's? Absol's Tiny Desk, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, yeah, no. To go back to what you're saying, I don't really like that as a as an idea. I think the No Worries one, the him and Knowledge are doing. Obviously, they're following up from their last one, which was phenomenal. This has mm-hmm. just been in the pipeline for time. Um, I still don't know how or why the Bruno one came about. I mean, I'm happy we have it, but I don't mm-hmm. know how it came about for real. For real, if to be honest with you, like, I don't know if they've got a... Because did Anderson and Corday go on tour together? I don't know. I'm asking I'm, that like you know that. Yeah. Um, but I know that <laughs> Anderson and Freddie have a lot more music together than it has been put out. Mm-hmm. A lot more music. Like, they have... They've been... Like, there's a video of them practicing choreography for Feel No Pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they performed that together to the point where they've been on stage together performing. Um, I can't, I don't know where. So I wouldn't, and I know they have a lot more music together than has already been put out. So that one I think makes more sense than Corday, mm-hmm. even though personally I wouldn't want to hear either of them. Because if I'm gonna have an Anderson Pack collab album with another like vocal artist, because Knowledge is more producer. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it to just be R&B niggas. Really. I don't really want um, Anderson. Because when he's with rap niggas, Anderson can rap, but I don't see him mm-hmm. as a rapper predominantly. Mm-hmm. When he's with rap niggas, he's really just the hook on their songs. And he takes mm-hmm. over. A lot of the time, mm-hmm. I feel no pain. It's him, for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. But I'd I'd rather it just be R&B niggas, for real, for real. I thought you. With like, I feel you. I feel you. I think I'd look forward to the Corday. Well, him and Corday, I look forward to anyway, just because those two, like, they have a lot of fun. It's like tangible fun that they have when they two get together and start making music. And there's a lot of, um, it's like, I don't want to say that's where the budget goes, but you can see that Corday treats those songs with a higher priority, damn near. Like, those will be the songs that get the crazy music video. The crazy release, get all the advertising. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to me anyway. Freddie Gibbs and Anderson Pack as well would be crazy. Um, I don't mind. As, give me as much Anderson as I can get, and I'll take it. I'm, I'm not turning away any Anderson any Anderson Pack music. So slap for that Anderson Pack, you know. For real, man. I'm a thought. Get me lit. <clears throat> R.I.P. <laughs> for real. Kids these days don't know about pot smoke, man. It's crazy. 
It's so, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, that's not even a crazy statement. Do you know what I mean? Like, because how would. Uh, uh, what a time. Man. Pre lockdown? Man. Man. Huh. People don't know. It's so, it's crazy that people don't know. Like, there there are people right now who don't really know that there was a point where Roddy Rich looked like he was going to be the biggest rap, like biggest artist in the world. I I would have put all my money on it, Paul. Oh my god, Fab, we did a draft. And I said, yeah, I have to take Roddy Rich, <laughs> <laughs> number one pick. <laughs> Why <did I> not? <laughs> That's a sure like, pick. <laughs> like, like everything from before January twenty twenty. Mm. Man. The world was a different place. And I know that sounds crazy because of COVID, but I just thought the world was a different, different place. Fam, like, it's crazy because I don't think the box goes number one today. Bro, not at all. Not at all. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. But back then, there was no way it wasn't going to be number one. The second I heard that, I said, yeah, that's a hit. There's a a Travis Scott song, Mm -hmm. which Pot Smoke is on, Mm -hmm. which isn't a Travis Scott song. Because he got beaten by Pot Smoke. Bam. When has that ever happened? Bam. Never. Never. But Pot Smoke said, mm, no, nah, I'm taking this. I'm taking this one. <laughs> I'm going to have this one. have this one. I like what you did there. But let, me, let me show you what... Let me show you what music is. Bam. Oh, man. Pot Smoke was dangerous. Oh, God. Huh. R.I.P., Rest man. In Rest in peace. People don't know what the woo me. If I say yo, the woo, oh, she wanna fuck with the woo. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Man, what else do we need to get into today? Rap caviar. Mm. Rap caviar. So in our time away, um, rap caviar. Um, the I don't know if they're the leading hip hop podcast, but one of the world leading hip hop podcasts from Spotify. Rap caviar, really good podcast. So you don't listen to one of the best podcasts out there. That is on ours. Um, they put together a list for hip hop turning 50 years old this year. They put together a list to celebrate really what was an impossible task of ranking the 50 greatest hip hop beats of all time. Now, to be very clear, this is not the these, this is not the song, it's about the beat. Mm-hmm. So, where they have one song ranked above another, it's not that they're saying that song is better than the song lower than it. It's that they're saying the beat is better. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it made for really interesting reading because beat, I mean, we see rappers all the time, we see albums all the time, but beats is one of the most important parts of hip hop, really, the beat that you rap over. And I was really interested to see what they would do. So when I saw this, I thought, yeah, let's definitely bring this to the podcast mm-hmm. for a little, little bit of a quick conversation. So, um, yeah, man, I don't really know how best to do this. I don't know if I'm... Well, what I do mean, you think? I don't think it's egregious. I don't think it's bad at all, actually. Um, in a situation where you look at it and your immediate instinct to say, oh, really? You put this here? And you think about it, it's like, ah, oh, nah. Because even, like, the very first picture, the first thing I saw, number one, still um, still Dre. And my immediate thought was like, all the way, number one. And then you think about how that song goes. You think about how the keys open up that song. And you're like, dun, 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 dun. And you're like, no, that might be the most iconic beat of all time. So I'm not angry at that. But then grinding the number three, if you're asking me to put still Dre versus grinding, I don't know that there's ever been a better beat than grinding. I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, don't it's iconic. Like that is the definition of an iconic beat. People who've never heard grinding know the grinding beat. 
there are people who don't realize that um less than two years after grinding release jaquan flipped it for tipsy <laughs> same beat hold on <laughs> hold on just stop the podcast pause it <laughs> hold on i need to do some research quickly because that can't be true Zach same beat Subtle changes, but Zach's going to be. Hold on. That's crazy. That has to say, is it Zach Sampy? <laughs> Yo, this nigga. How did I miss that? Oh, man. Shit. Nah, yeah. It's, a, it's one of the best beats of all time. It's one of, but then that's why it's top three. I don't think top three is disrespectful because the beats that he's losing to are also super iconic. Like the Mob Deep Shook ones, part two. Man, that beat comes on. I know what I'm doing. Like, that's a, I know what time it is immediately. It's, it was really interesting with this list because, like, I haven't done any deep dive. Like, I didn't listen to them talk about this on the podcast. I, I haven't mm-hmm. read any methodology out there. But I can sort of already see that I think they're going with, like, iconic as being the trend do you know what i'm saying like that has Ooh. to be the focal point and i don't think there is a more iconic hip-hop beat than still the RE. like i just don't like i'm mm. like i agree with everything you're saying about griding there like mm-hmm. for me who shot you is one of my favorite beats of all time yeah right? i genuinely don't think there's a more iconic hip-hop beat than those that scotch thoughts on those keys for still the and then when the drums kick in, like, it's, mm. there's just not. And that's why I think Power's at six. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you remember when Power came out and we didn't have a video, you just had that shit, like, anime cartoon shit that yep. Yang was doing. And that clapping mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. intro, you mm-hmm. hear that and you know exactly what is coming. Like, Sicko Mode at nine is the exact same thing. Like mm. the world stops when Sicko Mode dropped. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And when you go through this list as well, there's a lot of that. Like 50 is I don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just think a lot of this comes more down to like how iconic the beat is in a lot that's of a, I don't think there's a single beat on here that's not iconic. There's an anthem at 22. Bro. I've just looked at it now. So they reminisce over you as a 23. It's crazy. They reminisce over you as a top 10 beat, in my opinion, of all time. Yeah. There's some things here, because I think running is a top 10 beat. I think by far so. Mask off at 34. This is very this is very interesting. No, no, I'm actually seriously looking at this. Electric relaxation at 37. I don't have mask off over March Madness. I don't I don't think electric relaxation is a tribe called Quest best beat. I don't think so. Or more, most iconic be either. They've lost me on that one, kind of. Mad, Mad City at 43. Yeah, but then that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you look at Mad City at 43, mm-hmm. but YG's my nigga at 41. I'm not upset with that because. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Because I think the beat for my, my hit, well, <laughs> my hit. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, my hit. What song is that? I realized why they put it. Um, yeah, no. I think the beat for that is iconic in itself. Like, that song comes no. on, that beat comes on. It's crazy. 
Let me run through the top 20. So at 20, we got I Got Five on It by The Loons and Michael Marshall. At 19, we got Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See by Buster Rhymes. 18, we got The Choice Is Yours by Black Sheep. 17, Big Pimpin' by Jay-Z. 16, we got Doris and D's by Roach Boy. 15, We Got Make It by Jada Kiss. 14, Niggas in Paris by Jay-Z and Kanye West. 13, The Message by Grandmaster Flash and The Furious Five. 12, we got Cream by Wu-Tang. 11, Nothing But a G Thing by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. 10, we got Get Your Freak On, Missy Elliott. 9, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott and Drake. 8, we got Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Slim Thug, Still Tipping. 7, It's All About the Benjamins, Baby, Puff Daddy and the Family. 6, we got Kanye West with Power. 5, Lil Wayne and Millie. 4, The Notorious B.I.G. Who Shot You? 3, Grinding by The Clips. Two, Mob Deep, Shook Ones, Part 2, and 1, we have still DRE by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. There's some things in here I'll change. Like, I don't know if I have a million five, even though I agree. It's in the conversation. It should be in top 10, but I don't know if I'm putting it over nothing but a G thing. I don't know if I'm putting it over Cream. I don't know if I'm putting Sicko Mode over Get Your Freak On. But that's just a one place change. It's not too. It's not cream, at all. cream is in my top ten, and I will cream give is, you. Yeah. I'll give you cream over a milli. Cream I'm is crazy. A, I'm taking a milli over nothing but a G thing. Over nothing but a G thing for real. I am. Yeah, I am. Because the B, I get it. the B is crazy. I really, I really, ah, the B is crazy. The B goes dumb. But nothing but a G thing is nothing but a G thing, man. That's. So... I think. I think New York State of Mind not being in the top twenty is wild. And ambitions as a rider not being in the top thirty as well. I'm not uh, ambitions as a rider is a bit crazy. I think New York State of Mind though. Where is New York State of Mind? It's at twenty six. I don't think that's egregious. Ah, flavor in your ear by Craig Mack is not as a beat is not above New York State of Mind. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I don't know if Dreams and Nightmares belongs in the top fifty. Is it I in there it, just uh, for the beat? The right, no, I th- yeah, for the beat. I think it's in the right place. I think it's right down in the right place. Back 25. Oh. I agree with that, man. Because the first half of it, what, you have the keys. It sounds beautiful. Second half of it, hard as hell. I don't know. I mean, if you're putting it there, you're putting it in there off the strength of the seamless beat change. Mm, I guess, maybe. Um, 93 till infinity at 47 feels crazy. It feels crazy, it just it doesn't feel right. I'm happy that Kaplow is 25. I'm surprised though. back that ass up isn't on here. Now that I've just seen Juvenile on here, I'm very surprised that back that ass up isn't on here. That's what I'm saying. There's certain songs on here where, like, you see the artist and you'll just assume that there'll be other songs. From them that are better and more iconic in terms of beat. Cream definitely has to be top five. But what do I take out of that top five to put in cream? For me, I'm taking out Millie. Like that's the only one I can take out. Everything else I can't take out. I couldn't. But cream is in the top five. Like it's it's crazy not to put cream. Cream, cream is top five. Just <laughs> that's a fact. Cream, cream is crazy. <laughs> Have you heard that beat? <laughs> like, there's no way you can go on this planet and start playing those chords for cream and people. Fam, people know it. <laughs> we just like cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Don't, 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 like, don't even know why they're rapping it. They just hear the beat. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, Man. a million would probably have to move to six, and Cream has to come into that top five. Is a million moving to six? For me, a million's moving to six. It's all about the Benjamins. Let's really talk here. I got I got a milli over everything behind it on this list other than cream. So there's nothing else in this, at least on this top 20 page that I'm looking at right now. I'd move See, cream into the top five, and then I've got a milli over everything else. If we're talking, if this is based on just iconic beats, fair. I'm with you 100 percent If we're talking about what beat is better though, like it's tough for me to say that it's better than Sickle Mode. If we're talking just based on, I don't know if that's true. Don't do that. Because mode is the use of that crazy. sample, then the beat as well. No, don't do that. The melody's better than Sickle Mode. Sickle Mode had like four beats in there that all fit together seamlessly. I agree with you. Hence why I would have it in the top ten. I agree with that wholeheartedly. The melody's above Sickle Mode. Let's not let's not be silly here. Let's, let's not be silly. Let's, let's not just have conversation for the sake of having conversation. <laughs> Like, I understand we've got content to produce, but fam, like... <laughs> nah, I mean, we want to have a conversation just for the sake of having a conversation, but also because I'm very passionate about this. And I wanted to avoid it, but I can't because it's burning my soul. Put your hands where your, my eyes can see. For me, personally, shouldn't go below seven. Okay. I thought you were about to be very disrespectful. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I thought you were about to be hella disrespectful. I thought you were about to be hella disrespectful. <laughs> I could have been, but I said, let me chill. <laughs> it's tough for me to say that. Future that got two, I said, Future got two beats on this motherfucker, man. Look at Matt. And I, mask off. Mm, no, mask off is a cold ass beat. Now I'm thinking about it. It's a cold ass beat. Oh my God. Mask off brought, like, niggas didn't even know flutes existed until mask off. Yeah, 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 no, it might, yeah, no, it belongs there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not hungry por- there. Like, there's a whole portion of men who are, like, in their, f- anywhere from 35 to 28 right now mm-hmm. who, didn't know flute- who didn't know flutes existed until they had a mask on. <laughs> Fam, they heard flutes on that bitch. They said, what? What? What is I this? Didn't I, didn't know, I didn't know recorders <laughs> could sound like this. Yo, I've never heard flutes recorders and piccolos sound so, <laughs> so beautiful. Wind instruments in hip-hop? <laughs> But I'm looking at March Madness and I'm trying to think of the beat for March Madness now. Well, March Madness, yeah, no, March Madness is in the top 50. I agree with that. I think top 50, maybe, but I don't know if it's top 40. It's not above my hair. It's not above my hair. I don't think it's above Mad City. I don't think it's above Don't Like. Yeah, but there's a lot of things that aren't above Don't Like. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's above 93 till infinity. There's like, yo, there's... And I'm not mad at them, because this is a tough task, but... This is a more this is a more fun task, though, than rappers and This is so fun. much more fun. Way more fun, man. Like, there's there's so much more conversation. Because Dipset Anthem should be there. Like, right there. It has to be Do you there. know what I'm saying? It, it has, has to be, be there. there. Have you heard that song? It has to be there. I'm shocked that... Um, if I know... I'm not sure. No, this is yeah. No, they've they've done a lot of things right here, man. They've done a lot because Rough Riders Anthem has to be there as well. Thirty six. 
I just don't know about electric relaxation. That's where I I'm don't know at. about electric relaxation either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one I was just like. <laughs> It's, it's, oh, questionable. No, it's questionable because <laughs> Q-tip needs to uh, Q-tip needs to be recognized in this list. Oh, agreed. but not for electric relaxation. Not for electric relaxation, Come on, man. Like, There's other things we can do. The Dario could go up there. <laughs> Benita Applebaum could go above electric relaxation. <laughs> like, there's a. I can give you a lot of the tracks of electric relaxation as a beat. You can't just put elite, uh, electric relaxation there just because you need to hear a quote on. Like, let's get this right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Now, this is a good list, though. Shout out to Rap Caviar. Shout out to Rap Caviar, for real, for real. Hit him up, need to be on better. Um, <laughs> Hit him up is the greatest um, of all, fam. Hit him up is crazy. Hit him up is crazy. Fam. <laughs> it's great. It's so beautiful. That's why, again, listen, not to keep on going back to this every week, but the real is back. That was one of the first times I've experienced hit him up in a crowd environment. And man, man, <laughs> can you imagine? No, 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 pull, pull, pull. I want you to imagine being alive at that moment oh, when that song came yeah, out. That's, that's being in the club for the first time hearing it. Bro, I say this all the time is that if I could like just zoom back to a moment in history, it would be hip hop in the 90s just to see what it was really like on the streets. Fam. Because I can't imagine being in a club and hearing who shot you at the time. The two, like, crazy, crazy. I can't imagine <laughs> being in the club hearing hit them hit up like that. Fam, at that time as well, I'm leaving. I'm leaving because it's about like, to get sharp. Like we play it now as a gimmick, and everyone can celebrate and everyone can enjoy themselves. Like, oh, yep. it's crazy. But then, oh my god, tension in the air. Tension in the air. Fam, you're repping east side or west side for real. Like it wasn't a joke. Like he did from so he did from west side one day and east side the next. Like you can't. It, ugh, I wish. I wish. Man, these niggas don't know how lucky they had it. For real, for real. Now, what? Now, look at the beefs that we got, bro. <laughs> That's NBA a little pump boy. versus Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> what is that? What is that? That's a Takashi Six Nine versus YG. It doesn't even make sense. Like, all we got is niggas beefing with their baby mums. Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> we got nothing credible. Fam, did <laughs> did Instagram Live kill rap beef? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, you know what killed rap beefs? It was verses. Because mm-hmm. when Gucci and Jeezy were able to stand on the same stage and mm. Gucci was able to say, I put that nigga in the dirt, and Jeezy's only response was, realest <laughs> nigga in it four times in a row. <laughs> like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That killed rap beef. Because we're not, we're not, because Gucci won. Gucci won. Gucci proved mm. he can win. Because Gucci went to prison. We have to remember that. Like, Gucci went to prison and he still won. Oh, man. That was a crazy moment. That was a scary moment. I remember looking, watching that and thinking, oh, someone's about to get shot on Instagram live. <laughs> like, the cars are about to start flying. Second best moment in Vasis history for me, man. For real. For real. Shout Second out Jeezy for handling that so maturely. Yeah. But also, I wish he didn't. But you I'm so happy he you did. I'm happy he did, but you got to win. Yeah. You got to win. <laughs> Second best moment in Vasis history for me, man. Man. Oof. Yeah, from Shout versus man. man, that was a great moment. The pandemic, man, the pandemic really gave us some magic. Man, 
Luda and Nelly going back to back. Oh my god, through the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'll never forget that moment because I'm just like Nelly suffering, man, just because of this Nelly's leg issue. Lagging. And then and it stopped lagging for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly went crazy. <laughs> Luda went back. I was like, oh shit, okay. I'm gonna come out. I forgot Luda had all these hits. I was um, like, shit. When they announced it, I was like, how is Luda gonna hang? Because I can only think of like four or five songs. And I'm like, oh, Luda, I'm so sorry. I forgot how good you were. <laughs> oh my god. I'm of the week. I'm of the week. What started as a random follow and Twitter DM exchange in 2014 has nine years later culminated in a joint album. Kay Tremini sees two powerhouses in modern music come together for an innovative project for the summer. With Kay Trinada's distinctive beats, production and sounds, married with Amino's unique flow, lyricism and iconic cadence, this album sees two of the culture's most consistent voices and names join forces for a hotly anticipated collaboration. Kaytramini is the next album to take on the two stubborn Nigerians scale. Kaytramini, a collaboration album by Kaytranada and Amine. It was released just this past Friday as well, recording the 19th of May, 2023. It is 11 songs, 33 minutes and 43 seconds long, yikes. Can I round that out to 34 minutes just so it's even? Yeah. Cool with that? I'm happy with that. Cool, cool, cool. Um, a collaboration album, seemingly, I, I can't really say seemingly out of nowhere. They've been like promoting it for a long, long time. I say out of nowhere in the sense that I didn't know these two were cool like that before mm. I saw them promoting this project for real, for real. And so I was very interested because, I mean, on my personal level, Keitronada drops anything I'm interested. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Keitronada is one of them. In, in the music scene, I think that's I think that's been proven. You know what I'm saying? Like throughout mm-hmm. his career, um, throughout his projects, Grammy winner, like K Trinada is just seminal. And then Amino is really one of those like very talented rappers who who potentially doesn't necessarily get talked about a lot in sort of wider rap discourse. He sort of gets lost in that. But he, he's very consistent, very good lyricist. Um, very good at very good song maker. I think is a very simple way to put it. He just makes really good sounding music and has done throughout his career, really since his debut. I think for most people, the first time they would have heard Amine would have been um, Caroline way back when. What was that? 2016, 17? Um, 2016. Yeah. So in and around that time. So, you know, very big, very, just a good rapper, just someone who makes really good music. So when you bring these two together, um and married them like that it definitely piques my interest and so we're gonna get into that album today not a typical two-star nigerians review obviously with this coming out um literally less than 24 well just over 24 hours since we as we are recording this just gonna give our first reaction so just be sort of overviews of what we're feeling from our first couple of listens but let's get into it man katramine first reaction um like i say album that just came out less than 24 hours ago as we Mm. are um recording this what how many times how many times how many lessons have you given it i've gotten three listens out of it gone three really? listens out of it that's solid man can't complain about that it's all right it's enough for a first reaction not necessarily enough for the full depth reviews that we'd be going on um but i think it'll be enough for this one i i got what i needed out of it i got what i needed okay. mm. and what did you need um it was one of those I went into it wanting good vibes, 
because that's all I ever really want from a Kate Trinada album. Um, so when I see Kate Trinada and Amine are together on this project, I'm like, okay, cool. Amine is someone who I trust to be able to flow over some of the beats that I think Kate Trinada, well, some of the more experimental beats that Kate Trinada can be working on or has put out before. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. As long as it's good vibes, nice summary vibes, I think I'm going to enjoy the project. And I think it delivered on that. I think it delivered on that front. It was one of those, like, how can I put it? Because as you said, Amine, we don't really necessarily talk about Amine that much. Um, my introduction to him also was Caroline, which, amazing song. But for me anyway... I can't say Amine is an artist that I ever rushed to go listen to, if I'm being 100% honest. He's an artist that if I hear him, cool. Amine, like, Amine never has bad raps, but he never, at the same time, he doesn't have anything where it's like, wow, whoa, what did Amine just say? Like, he doesn't really push the boundaries for me, but he's a safe rapper. Like, I was thinking about it this morning when I was thinking about what we we're going to talk about here. For me, in the most respectful way possible saying this he's like um the same way we say that Brandon Ingram is a poor man's Kevin Durant whilst Brandon Ingram is still a star in his, in his own right I think um Amine is kind of a poor man's Jid for me where his flow is immaculate but for me like I don't really think he's doing anything he doesn't do anything too crazy but as I said going into this album the main thing that got me to like say, yo, this is the album I'm going to be listening to before you even said, yeah, let's review it, was Kate Trinada's name. Kate Trinada is included in this. I have to listen to it. I'm excited to listen to it. So the main thing that I was looking for was vibes because with Kate Trinada, majority of the time what you're getting is beats and then various artists come and jump on these beats and <laughs> show what they have. So, okay, cool. Can Amine hop on these beats and perform to the level of some of my other favorite Kate Trinada songs in the past? And I think he does that to a decent enough level throughout this album. I don't think there's anywhere where it's like, in fact, no, that's a disservice to Amine. There's a few places here where it's like, oh, I didn't even know. I don't know how you found that pocket, Amine, but you found that pocket. You lived in that pocket and it sounds phenomenal to my ear. Phenomenal. There's other places where it's like, this is cool. Like, I'm not... It's cool. It sounds good. It sounds good. And I think that's the main thing. The album sounds good from beginning to end. Minus one song, but we'll get into that later. Which song? Um, Let me find the name of it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, song number nine on this album. That was the only song for me that... It kind of made... That was the only song that I struggled to get through. It took me, like five stop and starts to actually get through the whole thing without me switching over to do something else completely. Was that because I was busy? Was it because I don't like the song? I think it's because the song is like whatever to me. It was a very whatever song. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, ah, it's not the greatest to me. It could have been cut. But that being said, the album sounds really, really good outside of that song for me. Yeah, the album sounds great, um, to be honest with you. And, and and again, that's not in any way, shape or form surprising for me because Kei Trinada doesn't make bad sounding music. 
Um, I resonate with everything you said about Amina, man. I think I think that's and I get into that a lot. Whenever whenever people are always like, you know, this artist is so underrated, or why don't we talk about this artist enough and blah blah blah. And this is my own personal opinion. Like, I think there are some artists who like so they're underrated or we don't talk about them enough. It's like what what do we have to talk about with them? Mm. Um, like I think with Amina, one of the things I say like I said, he makes good sounding music. Like, I never heard a song from Amina where I've thought this sounds bad or this doesn't sound good. But he doesn't make music that inspires me or captivates me in that sense that I'm like, like, if this was just an Amine project, we're not reviewing this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I agree with you. Like, it's Kate Trinata that has got me, A, listening to this, and then B, saying we need to review this. And I think if I was to be, like, honest with, like, a lot of the people who I've seen celebrating this album on their socials, for example, over the past, like, day my friendship groups, I think it resonates the same. Like, I don't think they're listening to this if it's just Amine. Like, if Keitronard is, like, if Keitronard is, like, an un, um, unannounced feature, for example, mm-hmm. on all of the, like, if he produced this whole album, but it doesn't, it's not marketed as a Keitronard Amine collab project, like, I don't think this is gonna do numbers or get listened to, or even, like you said at the beginning, be the vibes for the summer. Because a lot of this album could be the, the full vibes for this summer. Like, it can do this year what Funk Wave Bounce Volume 2 failed to do last year. Mm-hmm. Also, we've never seen a bigger like downgrade. Oh my god. Period. People have been posting all sorts of pictures this last week, but that's the real one. That is the one. That's the one. <laughs> like, have you had feels? My god. My god. That... Feels isn't even the best song on the album. Definition of disappointing. But yeah, carry on. But yeah, so it can do this summer what that album failed to do last, I think. But that's off the strength of Keitronada. Now, with, so yeah, anyway, back to my point about I meaning, like, he, it, it doesn't inspire me. And I think that's why he doesn't get a lot of talk. So there was a bar he says on this relatively early on the album, because I caught it one time when I was in the gym. I was clanging and banging and I was saying, lifting those weights through the 150 superset deadlifts for it. Ask about me. Um, none of that is true. I was in the gym. I wasn't doing that way at all. At all. I wasn't doing that way at all. Um, but there was a bar he said where it's like, name a nigga more consistent or no rapper's more consistent something about his own consistency and i thought that is true he's very consistent but he's very consistently mid in terms of there's no there's nothing that's making me think this is an upper echelon rapper flow's great can't fault it songs Mm -hmm. sound good can't fault it but like i've listened to many amine songs i've listened to four albums Mm -hmm. i can't tell you what he raps about yeah and on this album it's not a problem because this is a vibes album now Mm -hmm. i think a lot of this he is trying to like get his shit off show that he can rap a bit get some of his credit here and there like he says he flexes a bit name a rapper more consistent we come together talks about their story a bit like ad hoc here like what started as a d especially on k and a to close out the Mm -hmm. team whereas like what started as a dm back in the day like twitter follow like back in 2014 as i mentioned transition into this yada 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 but I'm like, you don't talk about that. Mm. Like, there's nothing deep here. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? That I've uh, I've been able to pick on out. For for all I know, and we could have people in the YouTube comments and correct us if we are wrong. Maybe shit's been going over my head all these all these years. But that's just the vibe I get with Amina. I say all of that to say this project is really fucking good. I really enjoyed this project. <laughs> I got a really seminal level. <laughs> I got a really seminal level. Like I tweeted it yesterday. Right, mm-hmm. that like when I listen to this, fam, my God is a miracle working God. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is a miracle working God. 
Conway has an album called Won't He Do It? Yes, he mm-hmm. absolutely does. Because me, me, mm-hmm. Raheem, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I needed Amine, Kate Trinada, and Amare on a Fam, 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 I thought... I didn't know I needed it. I thought for facts that Amare can't reach higher heights after Fantasy. Because Fantasy is the greatest song that you can make. And then she hops on here and I'm like, oh, she has another le- album of four. I'm she a has she a, doesn't know her final form. At all. <laughs> At all. Yo, she is, oh man, Amari is the gift that keeps on giving for real. Keeps on giving. So underrated, so underrated. Criminally underspoken about, underspoken about. Um, but yeah, no, I'm 100% with you because one of the reasons why I didn't want to do a full review on this album specifically as well, even though, yes, li- very limited listens, but on those limited listens, me just being who I am at this point and us doing so many reviews, I'm trying to listen for a theme and I'm like, mm, I don't know. I, I can't pick out a specific... I don't think there is a theme. I think it's just vibes here. And it is literally just a vibes album. And the vibes are immaculate. The vibes are immaculate. It's one of those, like... I think, um, obviously, as I said before, I saw Kate Trinada was getting ready to work with Amine drop a project i saw them in the studio together saying yo kate ramine coming soon and i was thinking oh okay that's a fun little name for an album not knowing that was a group that they were forming together and that was what they were going to go by um and then i saw the album cover and the album cover was what really got me the most excited i think because it was like oh they're dropping this in may the album cover is very summary anyway is Kate Trinada production throughout is gonna be summer vibes, and that's a they deliver on that, they deliver on it. It's a feel good album, like, there's no way you can listen to this album and not just want to be in the sun, just happy. Like, just it's just one of those albums that is such a good album to be happy to. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, there's no way you can be sad and try and listen to this album because the two don't go together. No, I feel you. I feel you. It is a really good summer album. Like it, it can, and I think it will be for a period. We'll see how it lives. Definitely be one of the sounds um, of this summer. There's a number of features on here. We've got Freddie Gibbs, we've got Pharrell, we've got Amari, as we mentioned, we've got Big Sean, and we've got the S-N-O-O-P-D-O-G. Mm. Um, that's Snoop Dogg, for those of you who... who you, <laughs> Some people Can't they're stop. like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Do double G? What word is that? Is <laughs> it dirt or? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, have you ever tried to read a book with a child? And you have yeah. Try- oh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I got to page two. I said, hey, you're going to do the rest of this with your mum later. I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, I don't want to say that you're dumb because you're not. Like, you don't know how to. But, like, come on now. I, I passed reading at this pace years ago. I'm not going back. Because <laughs> I feel bad as a person because the word is said, but they're sounding it out, and I'm like, sound now is gonna it's gonna spin you even more because it's uh, it duh. and it's like, how are you gonna get said from that? <laughs> I did it one time. I said, you know what? Yeah, we don't need to do this. <laughs> we don't need to do you and I don't need to do this for real. For real, someone needs to do this with you. Yeah, it's not gonna be me. 
This is, I know my capacity, man. I'm not a teacher. And this isn't it. This is not it. <laughs> this will push me. This will push me to the edge, and all yeah. my friends will be dead. <laughs> yeah, you remember Exo to a life? Oh my god, what a moment in time! What a moment in time! <laughs> um, I was with my best friend, saying all my friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra Mina, so the features. Mm. Um, so like I said, we've got Freddie Gibbs, Pharrell, Big Sean, Amaris, and um, Snoop. Yep. All showed out, man. All showed out. All of them were big surprises to me. Because um, I got to, well, the first time I listened to it anyway, I was um, in the car, lunchtime, going to go get some food. So I really didn't see who was going to play next. Um, and obviously, Freddie Gibbs is the first feature. So I was astonished already. And then he raps to the level he's rapping. They're like, oh, hold on. I want to wheel out. But I said, let me let this, like, carry on playing. Then we get to Pharrell. It's like, oh, hold on. Okay, cool. Get to Big Sean. It's like, oh, yep, yep. Everyone shows out. Amare, as we already said, absolute standout. And then anytime you hear Snoop Dogg grace a song with his presence, it's just a feel-good moment in itself, man. Like, it's- Snoop. Snoop is on a weird run of form recently and weird in a good way. In like, I've heard him on a number of features just pop up recently and he's rapping like really well. And I know that sounds like, what do you expect from Snoop Dogg? <laughs> but there was a period where Snoop wasn't doing features where you're like, Snoop, like Snoop yeah. is rapping. Do you know what I mean? Like Snoop <laughs> is rapping like the veteran that he is. And there was a mm. period where he wasn't doing that. And so it's just been really good to hear. And then on top of that, I, I don't know about you. But mm-hmm. this is between you and I. You can cut this. I might cut this. I'll be bopping that affirmation song. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> I had to put, <laughs> had to put Jamie on because I was like, <laughs> oh, this, uh, <laughs> Cockamelon is cool, but wait, wait till you hear this. Uh, let me hear this. <laughs> let me let you know. This is who you are. There's no one better to be than yourself. <laughs> Today is going to be an amazing day. Affirmations. <laughs> I feel that to my core. My goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, Snoop is in a good form of rapping, and it's just really good to hear because, like, and I think we say this about Snoop every single time we mention Snoop Dogg on this podcast. Like, people will forget. Mm-hmm. Like, people will forget. One, because it's been so long, he's been doing this for so long, but two, because, like, history just isn't telling that story of Snoop Dogg. In yeah. terms of who he is in rap, do you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, like, there's a lot of top ten lists that won't include Snoop, and I see both sides to that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so, whenever I hear now Snoop in really good form, I'm just like, this is just great to hear because there's yeah. a generation of kids who don't know you for this. Mm. Fact, that's why. His verses with DMX were so great oh, for many different reasons. But so one, of, reasons. one of the best reasons was just like sitting down and really just appreciating how deep and vast Snoop Dogg's catalog is because there was a moment there, especially for Snoop Dogg fans, where it was like, okay, Snoop Dogg's clearly won this. That's fine. Like we knew Snoop Dogg was going to win this. And then you could visibly see him starting to hold back because he didn't want it to be, a, he wanted it to be a celebration of both of them, and you could just you like in your head, you're like, oh, he's not playing half the songs he could have played, but every song he's playing is a super super smash hit. Like these are some of the biggest songs of all time. 
Like Snoop Dogg has dropping like his heart, and that's not even Snoop, really. Snoop Dogg has beautiful and let's get blown. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's like not even what he's known for. But Damn. there's a whole generation who know him for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, gin and juice gets forgotten, and that's that's crazy. Insane. Like, that's what I mean. Like, there's a whole generation of people our age who the Snoop Dogg they know is drop it like it's hot, beautiful, let's get blown. And yep. that is a phenomenal Snoop Dogg to know, by the way. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me to name one Snoop Dogg song, if the if the aliens are putting the death beamer up <laughs> and I have to name one Snoop Dogg song to save us, I'm mm. naming Gin and Juice. Man. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? That's what, bro. Like, how do you not? How do you not? That's the real question because, like, there's gin and juice. There's what's my motherfucking Snoop Doggy. Like that's his anthem. That is like, arguably his anthem. And people forget there's Loddy Doddy. That ain't no fun. That people Yo. don't know that there's a Snoop Dog. There's a Snoop Doggy Dog, and then there's a Snoop Dog. That's what I'm saying. Do you see what I'm saying? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Buffy, you can just fit in. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. And like, there's multiple that anyway. This is a Snoop Dogg podcast, mm-hmm. but maybe we have to have that discussion one day. But like, yeah, he's just in a different pocket, and mm. it's good to hear when he raps like this on beats that I mean, Snoop Dogg can rap over any beat. Like, he's one of them. When I say that Jay Z perfected the art of rapping, like Snoop has as well. There's mm. a couple of them who have just perfected rapping that like, there's nothing you can throw at them which they can't do. Yeah, like Snoop is there, Jay is there, Black Thoughts there. Like, there's a couple of them. So, it's just great to hear. Mm. Nah, I think all the features showed out. All the features fit. We're in a really fun place with... um, And I'll let you know this now, actually. This is something... In fact, this is for you and the audience. This is something we usually do off mic, but I'm going to let you know this for right now. Next week, Mm. Raheem, for question of the week, I want you to come prepared with your top five Pharrell songs. And when I say top five Pharrell songs, I mean... For all the rapper, for all the mm-hmm. producer, for all the Neptunes, for all NERD, for all the feature artists. Five for each, or no, five including five straight. All... That's five tough. straight. That's so tough. Because I was thinking I to... that in this past week, and then when I heard Pharrell on this as well, mm-hmm. I said, "Yo, we have to do it." So that's that's your that's your question of the week for next week. Audience at home, mm. be be thinking as well. Be five thinking. Pharrell be commenting. Song. Five Pharrell songs, and that's Pharrell. That includes Pharrell as the solo artist, Pharrell as the mm-hmm. feature artist, Pharrell as the producer, Pharrell as the Neptunes, and Pharrell as any ID. That's gonna be the toughest list of all time, because how many so? Do how many songs get left out when you say I'm limiting myself to five? Because Change Clothes can't be on there, fam. Like it's Gus, Gus of Wind can't be there, but I Gus want Gus of Wind, Wind there. there. Number one can't be on there. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yo, there's so many. Oh my god! Because Bride did is already on there. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna have so much fun with that list. I'm That's gonna so have fun so much fun with that list because damn near the whole of um, what's it? Hell hath no fury by the clips can be on there. Yep, yep. Grinding's there. Grinding is rip. there. Off rip. That's gonna be a fun list. Man. Change clothes can't be there, but is excuse me, Mister. This this is the conversation you Ooh. have to have with yourself over Ooh. the next seven days before we get back to record. Um, <laughs> the Kate meaning man, this is a really good project, really mm. good project, like really good body of work by the two of these men. Not surprising. Again, they're two good artists, and I think Amine, like 
I hope that I will listen to his next album, by the way. You know, I do listen mm-hmm. to his music. I hope that no, nothing I said at the beginning came off like I was shitting on the nigga. Mm. He just leaves me uninspired. But I'm hoping that the next project, maybe I'll hear something different. But this is a good project. I enjoy this. Mm. I enjoy this a lot. I enjoy this a lot. Yeah, this is an album that I can probably live. Um, it can live, man. It can live. Do you have any songs from it that you'd say are your standouts at the moment? Um, yes, definitely. I think Suss Up with Amare, as I mentioned. Master P, Big Sean sounded amazing. Big Sean mm. sounded amazing on Master P. I love that shit. And um, let's talk about it with Freddie. Those, those are my three, I think, right now. But again, I think the whole album sounds great, really. How about you? Mm. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I think um, let's talk about it. Probably my number three. Um, Freddie Gibbs, massive, massive standout. Um, Sosa. Amare, wow. Kate Trinado, the beat, stupid. Amine, finds his pocket. Um, who he is, who he is as an intro on this is flipping dumb. Like, is is stupid. Like, that, that song alone, going into it with a certain amount of excitement and then hearing who he is as the intro, I said, yep. When I was saying earlier, Kate Trinado, not Kate Trinado, um, Amine found certain pockets and he flowed spectacularly in them. Who he is is a perfect example of that, where he came in, found his pocket, lived in that pocket, and it was like, oh, this might be one of the coolest sounding songs I've heard in a while, because it just it just has that aura of cool, I'm doing my thing, you're either here or you're not, but you're definitely here because this is fire. Like this, I know it's cold, you know it's cold, let's just enjoy it. Like, it's hard. It's hard. Before I go, before I go any, before we go any further, because I have a feeling we'll probably take it to the scales next. So just two things I have to say. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention them on who he is, man. This is what I'm saying. There were little nothing really stood out in terms of what he was saying. As oh, this is crazy, but little things are like that's clever. I like it. So on who he is, where he's like, I'll make you hit high notes like Ari Lennox. Mm. Love that. And then I'd be doubly remiss if I didn't mention on rebuke on rebuke where he said and and um they hate hating on niggas like Rachel Nichols. Mm, yep, cold, cold. There was that one, and there was the um, I make our accountants do a versus. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had that one too. I was like, yeah, okay, that's clever. That's what I mean. That's clever. <laughs> like, you don't talk about anything deep, but yep. that's clever. That's, yeah, it's like fun. That. It's fun to it's listen fun. to. And this is the album I want to hear that on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That. The, that was because you know that hating on niggas like Rachel Nichols. I was like, yeah, bookmark. that one in yeah. my mental bookmark. That was I was literally mid set. I was like, what song is this? <laughs> mental mental note of that to mention on the podcast. That's clever. Oh like my it. god. Yeah. Take it to the scales. Yeah, let's go to the scales. Let's go to the scales. Obviously, on when we do first reactions, um, what we typically do is we take it to the scales, give it our first reaction, and we t- check back in a week later and just see if anything's changed after we had some more time to live. So this is a very sort of introductory scales. This is very much a first reaction. How do you feel? And then we'll check back in in the next seven days um, to see if we still feel the same. But for those of you who is your first time here, the scales are as follows. Hey, I ever listened to this. Won't be listened to again. Whole lot of mid. Might stay in rotation for about a week. Pretty damn good. Serious project. And then either me and or Paul can give it our 50% stamp of approval. In the case that we both give it our 50% stamp of approval, 
the album will become too stubborn Nigerians approved. Can I start with this one? Of course, yeah. I'm going with pretty damn good for this album. It's an enjoyable project. I see it living throughout the summer, maybe potentially longer. Maybe it'll be back next summer. Um, it's just a very feel-good album, and that's what I wanted from this. It meets my expectations, if not surpasses them slightly. Um, so yeah, I have to go pretty damn good for this one. Right there with me, man. Funkweb Bounce Volume One, um, Free Nationals by the Free Nationals, 1999, 99.9% by Kate Trinada. Sometimes you just need albums like this, which are just really good vibes that you enjoy. Sometimes they're summer albums, sometimes they just cut because the Free Nationals album came in December. And sometimes it's just an album which just sounds amazing on your ear. Don't overthink it, just enjoy good music. And this is one of those albums, I think. So it's sitting in that pretty damn good pocket right there. Could go higher. Can't imagine it going lower, but there's always that space. But definitely pretty damn good. This is a really good body of work by, by both of these men. They should be very proud of this. And hopefully they've packaged this as a group now. Hopefully they're not like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, and they do actually like each other. We'll get we'll get some more. So mm. Mm. that was Kate Tremine by Kate Tremine, the group formed by Kate Renata and Amine. If you enjoyed this, leave a comment for any other albums that you want us to review, and we might get into it. We might not, depending if it's a bad suggestion. But I can't imagine that any of you guys will have bad suggestions because we have some really really eclectic music fans listening to our stuff man so yeah give us some suggestions we do Paul don't look at me like that we do <laughs> give them their I'm flowers just, I'm, I'm just shocked you had eclectic in your bag today let me know Bruh, I, 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 it those days man <laughs> you really had you really kept to try you really you really took that fine comment first <laughs> Yo, man said no you're not I said excuse me <laughs> From that moment, I had a collective loaded, but I didn't know when it was going to I had to... I said, like, let me just keep this in the tuck, just in case, like it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, that's my step-back buzzer beater, for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, man, it's time. It is time to get into the foundation of what makes this podcast so great. It is one thing that we've never changed, and one thing that we will never change. It is time for our recommendation of the week. Paul, what do you have as your recommendation for the week for the people? So when I started this podcast, and I was going through all the albums I listened to over this past week. I said, um, you know, I listened to a lot, and I was keeping one in the tuck, and I'm keeping one in the tuck because this is really the album that started. It, this album led to me listening to three separate albums based off this one album. Um, it's Adi Oasis, and the album is um, Lotus Glow. It came out just this year, 3rd of March, 2023. It's 14 songs, 49 minutes, 28 seconds long. Um, Adi Oasis, I came across this album, a lot of the music that I come across nowadays and is going on my need to listen to, to playlists and like, this is how I'm going to end up having the most ridiculous like figures on Spotify at the end of the mm -hmm. year, is literally just Instagram algorithms and literally not even like reels or anything like that, going through people's stories and the promoted ads that come up. And I get a lot of promoted ads for people who are coming to do shows in Manchester because obviously these people have our data they know that i'm someone who goes to listen to music in manchester and mm -hmm. so it showed a promote she's doing a show in manchester at the end of this month may 29th and it showed this woman um she's french caribbean so black woman with a bass guitar in her hand and a bass bass music was playing in the background i'm like let me go check it out cheap show in mm -hmm. manchester why not let me go check out this music 
bro, phenomenal. Like literally, mm. Lotus Glow is a phenomenal project. Like when I talk, when we were talking before the podcast about all these light songs and how you can play all your light song. As I was listening through this album, I literally liked like half of the songs on this album, and it led me to so many other tra- tracks. Very funk, very funkified artist. Um, like I said, French Caribbean, so it ties in the French in there as well, which je m'appelle c'est quoi. Um, that none of what I just said made sense, but you know what it means. <laughs> I said but my yeah. name is Beans. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I meant for real. <laughs> like you know, I meant for real. But funk soul is actually literally such a vibe. Like if you're a fan of music where bass guitars are heavy. But the messaging mm. is key. You're really mm-hmm. gonna enjoy this. So that's Addy Oasis, Lotus Glow. Addy Oasis is an artist. We were talking about colors earlier. She has a colors um, performance from 2021 of one of her songs, "Whisper My Name," which is really good if you're looking for an entry point. So that's Addy Oasis, Lotus Glow. Check that. Mm. Mm. My recommendation this week, quite simply, Rory, "My Phone Can't Die," featuring Ari Lennox and James Fontenroy. If you haven't listened to it, listen, James Fontenroy releasing music at this point. It's like a shooting star, man. Like, you don't want to miss it. It's like an eclipse. It comes through every 83 years, man. This can't be the one that you miss because you might not see one again. Um, God forbid, by the way. Oh, my God. I need more James Fontenroy music. James, drop an album. I'm going to say it every time you drop a single that sounds this good, um, which is every single that you seem to drop. Drop an album. The people want an album. I want an Sample album. Too. Who? Sampha. Yeah. Sampha. Sampha. Sampha, wake up. Wake up. Warrior, wake up. Like, Sampha, Georgia, Georgia Smith is coming. Do you see what your age mates are doing? I don't know how we let this whole podcast go. Let's move, let me finish. Hold on. Let me finish recommendations. Because <laughs> I have some real heat for Georgia. Hold on. <clears throat> yes. So please listen to Rory <laughs> featuring Ari Lennox and James Fontenroy. My phone can't die. It's a great song. Rory is really trying to drop something crazy this year. Cool. Recommendations done. Recommendations done. Georgia Smith, I told you. I've been telling you, and I'm happy you're finally listening. It took a while. <laughs> it took a while. I said it from the jump. Garage is your bag. It's something that no one can really mess with you in. And what did she do? She released a garage single and is going crazy. It's what oh Paul. Have you heard it? I have. Oh man, I saw it. I was like this is all I wanted for like five years now. I remember the day that I was at work, came out of work, sat in my friend's car as he blasted um on my mind. On my mind. On my mind. You dropped on my mind and the whole world could see, wow, she is about to take over this garage scene that has needed someone to take it over for a while now on the level that we believe she can take it over. And then she dipped from it, which is fine because she makes really good music in every genre that she attempts to make music in anyway. But man, man, this return... I've been gassed. I've been excited. I've been a happy... In fact, hold on. That's for you, Georgia. (laughs) Keep doing what you're doing, Georgia. I will say... I have to say now... You've you satisfied Raheem on this album. Mm-hmm. Give me my vocals. It's <laughs> I, I was in second year mm-hmm. when that day came out. Bro. I don't have hair anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so Miss Smith, Miss Smith. I know 
I have no, I have no doubt in Georgia Smith as an artist, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. actually, like, genuinely, like, as much as like, I love Georgia Smith because she's a beautiful woman, and I will never get over the fact that when she first popped up, like, these hating ass women were like, you can find any woman that looks like her just walking through the streets of Babagum, which she yeah, definitely, definitely can't. I've been um, to Babagum <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> in fact, I went on your suggestion. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn, I must have been asleep. Let me, let me go do some research. <laughs> Um, that album, like, is gen like lost and found. That debut album is one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. now, for her to be back on a second album, so many years later, obviously, she gave us a little EP a few years ago. But for this, that'll be second album. I'm really excited just mm-hmm. because I'm just a fan of Georgia Smith as an artist and the music that she makes. And, like, you said, like, that garage bag is one bag that she has, which she excels at. But then, like we said, like I just said about the colors, like have you heard Blue Lights? Do you know what I mean? Like All Falls Down, like Goodbyes, like she has so many songs in that pocket, which no one else really in this country, I feel, can do. So I'm really excited to see Mm. um, what comes of that. So yeah, man, Georgia Smith, we will be eagerly waiting and anticipating. So eager that we had to extend this part. We were ready to end. Bro, we're ready to end. (laughs) Like, I don't have places to be. Oof, man. All right. So just like that, that is track 94 in the archives. It is complete. The next track we record will be 95. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Before we end, quick double down on the fact that we are going to be performing at Manchester International Festival. It is going to be a movie. I would advise drop, that all of you... Hold on, through. hold on. No, no, no. Let's do this mm-hmm. Drop, Drop one of Clues bombs for us. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Drop another one of Clues bombs for us. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yo, I love that feature. Remember when Beyonce said, I'll grade you? We found it. Like, I got what she meant now. Do you know how long we've been trying to add... We've been trying to add sound effects since episode 10. <laughs> and now we're here for Old podcast structure didn't change that. Y'all gonna be sick of me. Y'all gonna be sick of me. I'll tell you. Oh, man. Listen, it's going to be a movie. It's a free show. If you're in the greater Manchester area, if you're not in the greater Manchester area... No, no, you've even tweeted. Not even the greater... If you're in the greater... in your, If you're in the greater United Kingdom area... Come on, man. It's not that far. Come on, man. Travel down. If you are a fan of the Two Stubborn Nigerians, if you are a fan of music conversation, if you are a fan of people being dumb. Black excellence. Of black excellence. Of people who just, they've been doing it and they, they're going to keep on doing it. They're going to keep on being great out here. Then come through, catch some real niggas on stage. I'm done. Mike. No, I wasn't. That's a good one. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, I was not really trying to keep us here, but I was talking to a friend about this the other day and I was like, look, Every night, people, me, I don't listen to podcasts mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I always say, why the fuck am I listening to random niggas' opinions for real, for real? And I'll say that the first time we hop on that stage, the first thing I'll say is, look, I don't know why we're here. I don't know why y'all are here, but we're here. Let's just yeah. have some fun with it. <laughs> it was one of the, I didn't expect this invitation. I didn't expect this invitation. <laughs> when they got it, I thought they sent it to the wrong email address. It's only because she re- referenced me as Paul specifically that I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> Maybe this one's meant for me. But me, I don't know why we're here. There's mm. there's a German artist, recorded artist who will be Bro. sharing the stage with that day, that whole three weeks. Fam, People in that, internationally renowned. In that time span, Janelle Monet is performing. 
a three-day residency. Like Janelle Monet that's been performing for the TL is going to be performing for Manchester International Festival. Fam, I mean, let me be humble. I have no business on the stage that Janelle Monet has been on. I have so, none. 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 But I'm going to so be there. <laughs> so you guys may as well be there as well to enjoy yeah, some real niggas talking. Enjoy, man. Enjoy <laughs> hey, for real, for real. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it already. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Paul, you're playing us out this week? I am, man. I was As I was just reflecting on Rap Caviar's top 50 beats of all time, as you get, whilst he had a great list. I just I, I, something didn't fit right with me in my spirit that imaginary players by Jay Z wasn't on there. Mm. So we're gonna we're gonna be played out by imaginary. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I said I spit that other shit. You need it? I got a shit. That down Man. south masterpiece. Bought it. Bought the shit. Ooh. I got you. I got dope. I got real. You got slow money. Little mm. the mo, little the no money. I got poppy. You ain't gotta count it. It's all their money. Money. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Man, alright, cool Paul's going to be playing us out with that And I want everyone at home To please remember That Nigeria never carries last It's all air money I never change money Cause niggas got strange money Knocked up, marked up, fucked up in the game money I got bail money, double XL money You got flash now But time will reveal money I spit the hottest shit, you need it, I got it shit That downside masterpiece Bout it, bout it shit I got blood money, straight up thug money That brown paper bag under your mattress drug money You got show dough, little to no dough Sell a bunch of records and you still owe dough I got 996 plus four modo You crazy, you fugazi, I'm loco with dough, popo These young cats acting like they slung caps All in they dumb raps talking about how they fun stacks When I see them in the street, I don't see none of that Damn playboy, what the fuck is the hum ass? Where's all the ice with all the platinum under that? Those ain't Rolex diamonds, what the fuck you done to that? Y'all rapping ass niggas, y'all funny to me You selling records being you, but still you wanna be me I guess for every buck you make, it's like a hundred for me And still you running around thinking you got something on me But I done did it, and y'all wanna take my flow and run with it That's cool, I was the first one with it Original, jig is the future flow, digital Still busting a gap when shit gets critical Sit it down, I don't want y'all to get it confused I rip it down, like I ain't got nothing to lose All fuck, niggas all struck Your single was 99 cents, mine was 4 bucks Last year when niggas thought it was all luck But this year I've done it again Jigga, what the fuck Niggas stop whining, Jigga still shining Niggas kept complaining so I cop more diamonds Rock more Versace, ain't nothing sweet I still throw a tree in your body, flee in the party Y'all can't go with me, nope, flow with me Bet 50, not dollars either, I bought some dough with me I flow like the five series in various areas And blow holes in you weak niggas' theories It's funny how one verse can fuck up the game You bought a 
4.0, you better get your change. Ain't no platinum in those Cartiers, switch your frames. Ain't no manicures on board, then switch your planes. Leathers?